0: know whether to wait for this or not. Hello, welcome in of episode 237 oh. That's kind of Caithness Craft Collective. My name is Louise and today I've got a blether on revisit, holiday stash use up, what's a crack, review of Ripple to Crafts, Trally Girl Four ply organic non superwash Christmas, our winter decoration swap, and a mimi me section. So get your cup of tea, or your dram, or your booster vaccine, and I'll let you know what crap's been in case this pass fortnight. Because I don't think I've played enough of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there's no playing with it. I just like playing with them but so how are you, listeners? How are you doing? hope you've had a nice October break, if you have time off. Uh, We've just finished our 2 weeks school holiday. It's been very wet and windy, because that's what happens in October in the north of Scotland. However, um, I'll start with the blather. Recently, I was looking for a recipe for coleslaw, because I had have a red cabbage that needed using up and I was like I fancy some coleslaw. I really really fancy some coleslaw. I'm gonna have some coleslaw for tea we well, want some coleslaw for tea yes we'll I'll have some coleslaw for tea I know I've got a good recipe for it somewhere and in the end I actually found one on the internet and um we had it again tonight because <laughs> I've still got bits of red cabbage it seems to go on forever I've still got some left um Anyway, it sort of, I could go on about the recipe, but really, my point is that I was looking through recipe books for coleslaw, and I was like, I'm sure it was in this one. Oh, it's not in this one. Turns out it was in the Mary Berry book that Daisy got for her birthday, or Christmas, I can't remember which one. And it was in the recipe book drawer that I've got, and I just didn't quite get to it. But I did go through other recipe books that I quite enjoy. I've I've got a thing for recipe books, just love them. And we used to have a, a work that you had um, the book people that came round and they would have a selection of books and then they would leave them for a week and then you, were about, you could get a chance to browse through them. And it was a really good way of actually selling books, sort of, because they came to you. You had a good flick through so you knew if it was going to be like a decent book or not and then they came back and you paid your money up and most of the time they had them there or they came back with them quite soon i used to get quite a few recipe books that way i think i've got lots and lots of jamie oliver books i don't actually like watching jamie oliver because he annoys me sorry if you know jamie oliver but i can't help it i'm sure he'd say the same thing about me but Um, You could tell him this, that I love the way he cooks. Um, He opened up cooking for me and Richard when we were young, Cor. And I love his recipes, so I have spent quite a bit of money for Jimmy over. So whilst I don't really get all his pucker and um, mm, it's always stupendous, (laughs) it's always pucker. That was just not very nice, is it? But, um, anyway, I've got loads of recipe books that I've thought, oh, I think I'll have a wee look through. Because I tend to sort of get a new book, go through all of it, and then sort of forget about them, but stick to the old one or two recipes out of it. And then a lot of the time I kind of make up the recipe as I go along. I do have one, um, it's a curry book, and... I, revisit. I use this, I don't just revisit it, I use it a lot. And over the years, it's the best curry book that I've come across. And that includes Madame Jaffrey's book, which is good as well. But it um, has all, all the different regions of it. India, um, Bangladesh, and then it goes on to the far east as well. So it's got Thailand and I think um, other countries around that area as well. So, my point is, I was revisiting some of my old recipe books, and it was quite good, because I found some recipes that I've not had in ages, so, you know, sometimes your tea gets a bit stale in a mm. spaghetti, or oh, chicken nuggies again. Although we never really say that in our house, because they love chicken nuggies. But, it was quite nice to go back and have... Um, schnitzels or uh, what was the other stuff that we had oh I can't remember we've got a vegetarian student cookbook which is really really good and um, there's some nice stuff in there but we went back through it and then I sort of I came upstairs and I was looking for something in my stash, I can't remember what now and I just sort of started moving things around and enjoyed myself and I pulled out a magazine that I had earma- earmarked for a certain project. I have not yet started, but I've got it in the bag with the cone of yarn to go with it. And I thought, I wonder if there's anything else in there for the yarn that I've got that I didn't have before I got this magazine. So, I've got a certain amount of uh, double knit, and I, I really don't think it's enough to do... Cardigan or what I want to do with because it's a shame because it's the exact shade that I want to go with a dress that I've made But I really don't think there's enough of it. and It's a a really old discontinued yarn So I don't think I managed to get to buy some more however, I still have Certain amount of the yarn of that. I need to find something to do with that because I like the color quite like the yarn And it seems a shame to be just sitting there so it was nice sitting there going through my stash also. I love going through my stash. Sometimes it kind of overwhelms you a bit. But other times it just like revisiting old friends that you've not quite used yet. And all these promises. It's like a box of promise. This yarn is going to be this. This yarn is going to be that. I'm going to spend a lot of time with this promise here. And touching this beautiful yarn. and Remembering who you got it from and where it came from which is what I'm saying about the the holiday stash. Um, I got a couple of messages tagging me in the fact that somebody had um, cast on some yarn that they had bought when they were on holiday, which was nice. Um, if you are casting on something soon um, that you bought on holiday or your holiday might have been a yarn festival just tag me in it and say look I'm casting on this and I got it when I was away and it is awesome so um, I'll come on to my own when I come into the Mimi section um, so I was sitting there and I had a lovely time to myself looking at magazines that I had looked at one pattern but then I was looking at all the other patterns in it and one of the magazines it's a, a Moomin um, crochet magazine pattern that I have and I specifically bought it for making the movement I've got the yarn just haven't quite got around to actually casting it on yet or hooking it on but then I thought I'll maybe have a look to see if there's any other good patterns in this magazine so sat and enjoyed that it's not as good as the marout magazine though have you got your copy yet isn't it lovely Mm. I'm very much thinking about the high wire I'll come on to that as well later. <laughs> so then I was looking through other magazines that I had and some other old books and stuff that I've got. And I really quite enjoyed it. So if you've got a bit of time and you're, you feel a bit stale and you think, I want to revisit stuff, go for it. And you might just need to pass a couple of hours and there you go. You've cast something else on. <laughs> in that never-ending queue. But it's the promise that it was when you bought it. It's promised you some fun, some playing with yarn. You might learn a new technique or you might actually just use that that magazine that you bought and it just sits there looking at you going, mm-hmm, yep. But then again, buying the stuff for a craft and actually doing the craft are two different crafts. Don't you agree, listeners? <laughs> Okay, so um, when you revisit something, you sort of wonder why you left it in the first place. You might realise why you left it in the first place. There might have been a darn good reason for it, or you might rekindle the love that you'd lost for it, for that recipe book, or that pattern book. Or, like, you could just put tags in the top of it for going back to it quicker, because most of the time, you're not going to love everything in our book or a pattern book, but those special magazine, special patterns or recipes, they're worth revisiting and retrieving the promise that you made to yourself when you bought it, even though you didn't know you did. Okay, I'm going to see if we can have division music that doesn't jump. Just two seconds. This is called relaxing just noticed how low this is. I hope it's not too low. I'm gonna turn myself up to 50. Right, none. I'm not gonna have any effects this week because it laughed at me last episode, didn't it? Sorry listeners if it was a bit low there. I'm um, very useless. Yes, I <laughs> There's only three buttons as well. Right, uh, what's crack? Firstly, Jimmy the wasps' house is still in my drive, which we're going to keep it there. And we'd have had a lot of rain the first fortnight. But after telling you about Jimmy the wasps and thinking that there's not many wasps, um there was a few wasps the one day where it was quite sunny. <laughs> and I know some of you listeners have had this. Right, so when I do my laundry, take it out and I had had it out in the line, but then I finished it off with the tumble dryer. I normally have to because it's very, very, very rare that where I live actually dries it bone dry because the humidity coming off the sea never, ever happens. It's fine. I've got a tumble dryer, and I use it for 10 minutes for the last of it. So then I take my laundry, and I tend to take it up to my double bed, flip it out, sort it out there and then put it to wherever it goes to i know a lot of people use use tables and laundry room but this is the way i do it so imagine the scene right i've got my phone i'm watching ely on the thoughtful network loving episode two and um just really enjoying it and she, she gave a wee shout-out to me. I was <laughs> like, hello, Ailey. <laughs> she's got a giveaway going on now because she's got over a 1,000 subscribers. So, oh, well done, you lot. So, if anybody's coming over to me from Ailey who was a subscriber to her, and thought, oh, I'll go old school. I'll try audio. Welcome in. Um, I was going to say I'm normally better edited than that, but really, not anymore. Used to be. Too lazy now. <laughs> but welcome in. Another Keithness Uh voice is very welcome at our podcasting table and Ailey is a natural, I would absolutely say. So there I am, watching Ailey and folding my towels, shakes one of them out. Jimmy the Wasp lies on my bed. Yeah, listeners, I had a dead Jimmy the Wasp on my bed after me talking about the Wasp bike down my drive. <laughs> so he got <laughs> picked up with a bit of tissue, looked at because they are fascinating creatures and um, put out the window where Jimmy the Wasp became one with the outside world. Poor Jimmy the Wasp. Oh no, that's a lie. I did not do that because I thought no buckle might stand on him and um, sting his foot. So <laughs> what did I do? I cremated him in our fire. Sorry, Jimmy the Wasp, but that was what happened. <laughs> I did save a butterfly from the fire um, through the week. Uh, I had put a log on the fire, and sometimes we get wood moths. I know moths, uh, shudder, but these are wood moths. They don't like well, which is really, really good. Um, and I sort of, something caught my eye, and if there's a spider on the piece of wood that I'm putting into the fire, I always save the spiders. And there was a butterfly sitting on the log just as I was shutting the door and it sort of fluttered its wings. I was like, ah! So I grabbed it off with my hand and threw it out the door. And hopefully it's okay because I know it's quite dangerous for a a butterfly if you touch its wings. But then it rained and I don't don't know. I don't know why they become butterflies at this time of year. Maybe they're food for something. It must be something to do with the food chain and the ecology. But there you go. So, um, listeners, I don't know if you're hearing, but my chest is quite wheezy today. My asthma's not been great with the damp. Um, I must need to do some more exercise and become a bit more fitter. Anyway, so if you're hearing me, kind of taking a big deep breath, that's what it is. It's because I'm talking so fast. (laughs) Right, um, so the children had holidays and we went off in our caravan, Heidi the Heimer. And we went on the west coast to a place called Altnadoo. And they've got a campsite there, uh, which is right beside a bar. And I would recommend the bar, recommend the campsite. Um, we went to Loch Inver, and we went to La Poo, And it, this is sort of in the middle and it is kind of on the North Coast 500 route. So there was a lot of transitioning people who were only there for one night. The weather was foul. We had the holiday where you get stuck inside and it's raining and you play cards and then you bicker. <laughs> and Sandy got, uh, learned to play chess. We played Scabby Queen, um, which is a card game because Daisy forgot the Uno, but we remembered the cards. I did some knitting, which I'll come on to in a bit. Um, we visited the Lochembert Pie Shop and Loch which is lovely the Ollapool Seafood Shack and a little bit of Ollapool but not very much because we needed a cafe Um, couldn't find a cafe because it was full but the Seafood Shack is awesome so we then went south and we stopped at the Geo Trail which is really really good Um, because this area is very geologically interesting and it's called a Geo Park so um, there was some geologists from the British Geological Survey back in the 1800s, sort of went to Ascent and discovered how important that area is. And um, they've set up some like a, some places that you can stop and read up some information. So just north of Ollipil, there's a geo-trail just up on the right. And it's a walk kind of around and up the hill think if you were a little bit, you certainly couldn't do it if you're wheelchair bound because um, it's a track but you could do it if you have like a stick to a point um, so it does discount people I'm afraid but it was a great walk for the dog um, and there's some amazing um, things that you could read and interactive stuff that you could touch and they spoke to you, I spoke to you in Gaelic, they spoke to you in all different languages and um it was just it was really good and it was kind of unexpected because we've driven past it a few times and never stopped there and then richard says well we stop there and walk the dog i says i looks so good cause i love geology i did geography when i was at school and um, geology was part of it so to me it wasn't kind of um, a new thing it wasn't well it was relearning stuff but I wasn't learning anything new to me but my children and my husband were so and I am like, do you not know that <laughs> do you not do geography at school <clears throat> i have just stopped saying that so no he didn't he did something else um I think he did modern studies I can't remember anyway I did geography all the way up to six here and loved it so if you're any way shape or form interested in geology and you want to know more Stop at the geoparks around in um, mostly Sutherland. Yeah, so what else did we do? Oh, so then we went up to the Elfin Tea Rooms, and I'm not talking about elves from Lord of the Rings, I'm talking E L P H I N, where they have Shetland sheep, um, a flock, and they shear and sell their yarn. Um, I've seen and heard of this yarn before and came in and was like oh, this, oh, sh- this is more <laughs> I didn't actually buy any but I pitted it so um, that was nice and we also we went up to Tall and we visited Ripple's Craft and uh, I bought some because of course you do um, and I'll tell you what I did buy first of all which is in a mustard colour uh, it was like gorse actually acid gorse colour um, and this is Strathan RN weight and it's blue faced Leicester. and it's really soft it's lovely and Daisy announced as we got out the van to go to the Ribble's Craft shed she wanted to learn to crochet because she'd seen it on TikTok <laughs> and I was like I'm oh, pleased what? Yeah, cool. Oh, I don't have a crochet hook with me. But anyway, um, I've been teaching her. I'll come on to a little bit more of that later. So we had a very wet, kind of eventful, few days away. And um, still COVID times. There's a lot of cases in Caithness just now. I have some relations who uh, have it just now. Thankfully, they've been been double jabbed but um they've got covid and it's just dealing with the covid so please don't get the covid um so there was like that always in the back of your mind but it was well, it was wait but i love being away i love the caravan um i love that area it's absolutely stunningly beautiful Um, Even in the rain, it's just so moody. And I laughed because when we went there, couldn't see anything because the rain was so heavy. And then on the Tuesday, we drove north and went, oh, that's what the hell's look like. So, I mean, I've been there before. And this was one of the other revisiting things. We've been to that area a few times. Um, Last time I was there, I think Sandy was one, Daisy wasn't about. Oh, that's a lie. We went to Allapool. Well, we've been up. Sandwood Bay, which isn't quite that far south. And we'd been to Ullapool when Buchel was one. So Buchel's now seven, so six years ago when Richard bought a boat. And also we'd been to Ullapool through to get to Stornoway. So it's not like we're not, we haven't seen that area, but we hadn't been specifically out to Altnadu since Sandy was one. so And Sir Richard had been there a few times when he had been climbing... that way so he was a little bit more familiar with it the first thing i said to Richard was you do realize that road is ridiculous but um so if you're new to traveling on single track roads the rule is if you are closest to it you get in you don't park in it overnight in the middle you could park in it up the top end of the passing space or the very bottom end as long as there's room for cars or a big long vehicle to get into so that a uh, traffic can flow because and if somebody's coming up behind you and you're really enjoying the scenery and stop quite enough, just pull over and let them pass. and life is good because <laughs> that's not what happens anyway um so that was what's crack oh no we have other stuff <laughs> well, that was my what's a crack um Glasgow School of Yarn is this weekend. I'm serious FOMO. I might turn off my Instagram this weekend. <laughs> oh, there's so much stuff going on. Um, it's just lovely. Um, right, there is a new Skyline hat come out. And this is the Glasgow Skyline. And it's got the uh, the armadillo, the finastine crane, um I think it's the university or the city chambers. I can't remember which one it is. And then it's got a Duke in with these traffic cone hat. <laughs> awesome! It's so brilliant. And you can get this in a cowl as well, a pattern or a hat. And and I say we county yarns. I saw it on her feed. I'm um, we'll follow her on Instagram, and I was instantly giving a girl. Guess what you're making next weekend? And she's like, yes. Cause she's done the Aberdeen one before, and um, I think there's a Perth one, so I just think it's really clever. Oh, there's an Edinburgh one, definitely. So she's making a cowl, and I just think it's lovely. Um, and also travel knitter's going to be there. She's got some beautiful sock a kit come up, and it's got stripes with a little grey to go with the for the toes. It's like a mini mini with the stripes so that looks lovely I love travel there, she's just lovely and what else, so Rebels Craft now she is going and welcome on to, well you're going to have to go to her her stall very soon Um, and then there's Heritage Yarns um, Graham from Dumbeth he's going down and you can, oh the Castle Murrit yarn oh lovely you will not know any better sheep than Graham's sheep. He loves his sheep. He looks after them so well and it shows in his yards. So if you're going and there's classes going on, Maddie Harvey's got a stall um, and Tanya's doing classes with Dorset Buttons, TJ Frog. If you're doing classes, um, really enjoy yourself. And you know what? I think we all deserve this. It's been such a hard couple of years. Just go for it and just really enjoy yourself. Don't overspend now, listeners. <laughs> but you deserve this. So I'm quite jealous of you. Um, yeah, so that is that. Where's, which one am I doing? Because I've been in my division music. I think we'll go for some happy, because that makes me happy thinking about you looking happy. I probably of this. Is this the one that sounds like Steve B.B's Yeah. Yes. Right, that's enough of being happy. But I say no. I'm going to make you happier now. This is a review of Ripple's Craft a Traligil 4-ply yarn. And this is 100 grams, approximately 400 meters, 100% wool. It's organic, non-superwash merino. And it also says on the ball band, Please note, this technique used to dye this colourway means every hank will be unique, even when dyed in the same batch. And she does not use mules that have been um, nastily skirted, because some of them do. Um, There is a fancy word for it and it's not in a band; it's on a website, I can't remember what it is, but some merinos, I think a lot of merinos, they get this sort of ripping off of their back end to keep them tidy and there's a kinder way of doing it and her yarn is from the kinder ones. Now, I got handed this when I went in, when I went to see her. It was so nice. It was so nice to see a willy person. Um, We went into Clachtall. And we looked at the campsite cause that's what we do, and their beach and it seems like a really, really nice, tidy campsite and it's right on the beach, but not as exposed as to where uh, the alt Nadu one is. Um, the, There's a blue bottle in my room just now. <sighs> so I'm hoping that you're not going to hear it. 'cause it's starting to flying around but I'm not getting up and opening the window and because it's dark. I won't go out. So um we went to Clactal and we found after it's it's really not hard to find it, it's just we didn't quite drive far up enough. So in the end I stopped and asked the lady at the shop and had a nice chat with her. Turns out she's be from Caveness, So that was nice, liked her. And then I stopped and asked another wifey, and then she says, Oh, go and ask her if she's from here. And I was like, Alright, oh, sorry, I thought you were too. And then she's like, Oh no, you're nearly there. And we just didn't quite driven far enough. It's not that big a place, it's just because I didn't really do my due diligence. And, <clears throat> and I was getting moaned at by Mr. Hunt. Mm-hmm. So it goes into the uh, lovely shade up on the wee hilly. That is Helen's Abode. Having seen it so often on the internet, I felt like I knew it, but when you actually get to somewhere, really quite isn't. It's more spectacular. So I spoke to our, and our wonderful um, partner, Stephen. So it was nice to see them in their natural habitat and not at a yarn show and get interrupted by people wanting to buy and interrupt conversation. So... We caught up, I was handed a ball, or a hank of um, this trilogale uh, 4-ply and she says, this is my new one, this is organic, so it's non-superwash. And it is so soft, listeners. I know not everybody wants a soft yarn, but if you like petting soft puppies and kittens and alpacas... This one's for you. It's so soft. I stood and held it for quite a long time. I was like, oh, "I'm definitely going to hold this because I like soft yarn. I just do." Um. And right, so I thought, and she didn't ask me to do this. And I bought it myself, so it's, it's it's not a paid for review. So I can be honest as I want. <laughs> However, um. i thought i'm gonna do a review because she's going down to glasgow school of yarn very jealous and i'm not gonna get so i bought my stuff from Helen because then because it was there and uh, i thought i'm gonna do a review because it's something to talk about on the podcast and i wanted to do it in time for it but um i was kind of busy this afternoon doing painting and stuff but i've got around it tonight and if you're sitting on the train going to um, Glasgow School of Yarn you're going to buy this now (laughs) and if you're not if you're nowhere near the Glasgow School of Yarn hello you can buy it on the internet when she gets home it might take her a couple of days to get back up for how much she's got left but you can get it then so don't worry listeners so I cast it on using a 3.5mm needle and my cast on is terrible it's really loopy. It's absolutely. I made such a mess of that. Um, I did a knit into the stitch, pulling it over and going on back onto the needle, and then I did uh, five rows of garter just to sort of crisping it off. But um, my cast on looks awful, and it—it's not the yarn. It's—it's it's me. It's—it's it's definitely not you, listeners. It's very much me. So overall. The swatch that I made has got loads of stretch, like loads of stretch. It's really bouncy, stretchy yarn. I don't know how much it's gonna go back into where it came from. So you might want to consider that for whatever it is you're going to do. So I'll go through the stitches that I did. I did garter stitch and it's quite squidgy. It it's set up and it's nice and it makes you want to squidge it. So I am squidging <laughs> it, that's me squidging it there. The stocking stitch is stupendous. It really is I love stocking stitch anyway, but this just shows up the way that she's dyed it and it's a the, the one I'm using just now is a deep deep purple and it's just got the ever so slight flecks of different slightly lighter shades of purple in it. And it shows it up just stupendously. Um it just shows off her natural and talent for dyeing so we've got rib cable and lace afterwards and I'd say that all of them it's very defined and very crisp and it sits exactly where you want it to be bobble stitch which it, it kind of disappeared into the knitting because of it being four ply I don't think I did enough back and forwards so I think that if you were going to, if you were doing like a, a bobble stitch into it You would maybe do quite a decent bubble. Um, Where was I? The crochet, I crocheted a bit of it as well and it sits lovely in it. And you know how sometimes when you're crocheting with yarns, it untwists? Well, this one doesn't. And the cast off is very defined, way better than my cast on. (laughs) So then I washed and I blocked it and not one drop of ink came out and on purpose i tasted the deep purple which is crushed blueberries kind of makes me want to eat something. but i did i thought well if the dye is going to come out it's going to be on the deepest one not one drop and i was quite um rigorous when i was washing it out and blocking it so i gave it a good sort of that's me when I was doing it. I'm painting it just now. It's like I was washing my hands for 20 seconds um, with the, the the sample. And it there's a lot of stretch in this. You could stretch it to where you want it to. I'm not too sure how good it's going to go back into where it, want, it was in the first place. Not that it matters for this sample because um, this is basically just going to be put in my my sample book in um, caped But that's something that you're going to have to take into consideration when you decide what you're going to do with it. Now, would it been a four-ply, maybe you would think, firstly, shawls or socks. I'm not honestly sure how, how it would do with sock. Would it been a non-superwash and it been merino, it's going to be so soft on your feet. Um, you're going to have to do a really stretchy um, rib on it to keep them up. But I I think they may be nice bed soaps. <laughs> um, and also Merino tends to pill as a rule. But I can not see much pilling on this. And like I said, my point was about it being quite a rigorous rubbing. When I was washing it out, there's a very little bloom that's come on it. I, that tends to be when you get it and it'll start sort of pulling or the idea of the pillow will start there however it's something to be aware of turn on my page so i would say it's definitely good for your neck wear like a cowl or shawl hat as long as you've got you know your are stretching um i would gauge this um do a do a, a swatch so that you know which needle is going to keep the shape of it an inner garment remembering that it might pill advice um with it being merino now, but because it's organic it doesn't have the coating so it doesn't have that kind of slight you know you get that kind of coating and makes you feel just ever so slightly rougher this is soft plus no <laughs> i've got plastic population or yes again the only areas up Sorry, the only way it's up, baby, for you and me now. Because you've got the girl For ply, you and me now. Um, <clears throat> Right, anyway. Her set of colours are divine. I was, as I said, handed a dark green. Or maybe I didn't say that. Oh, I was. When I got in, I was handed it and it was dark green. and I was quite tempted, actually. And I held it against the... Uh, blush pink which is called the first rose of summer i thought oh that's nice but then i could quite figure out what, what to do with it and then i picked up the water loch which is a variegated purples and it it looks like water and oil and a unicorn and it looked like it wanted to come home with me and i'm like yes. but it didn't quite go with the dark green so i daisy goes try the purple and i went Go, well it's a part well and she went but it doesn't go with the green one I don't know. so out of the mouth of babes comes the saints so I picked up the crushed play instead but the, the colours Helen's Helen's gone and done it again she, outside she was she had some dye in, some other yarns drying and there was a mustard colour and it was like this ascent gorse colour Oh, I can't really wear it because I don't think it suits me very well but oh it was just divine So you at Glasgow School of Yarn should all go bye, 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 bye this. And you um, at home or maybe somewhere else who are not at Glasgow School of Yarn wait a couple of days and go on to Ripple's Crafts website and bye, 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 bye there. Because I've got some. (laughs) I don't need to. I bought some to make a breathing space by Vera of because that's what I know for doing a striped jumper and I don't know, I'm not convinced because I bought three different colours so uh, yeah I don't know I've got I've got it sitting and it's it's so soft so yeah maybe I should listen to myself for maybe just making a really nice shawl Stephen West shawl is pretty funky oh that's got cool. five colours in it Anyway, right. So that is the Ripples Craft Trilogil four ply yarns. I'm not 100 sure what it retails in with because I went um, money blind. <laughs> just give her a card and price numbers. When she told me how much it was, and I just I don't care my holiday it doesn't count. So yeah, but um, the price I would say it's not Stephen West prices. But it reflects the fact you're buying organic, non-superwash. So about the twenty mark, which isn't bad actually for what you're getting. So that is that. The which one we'll go for. Oh, it's a bit more relaxing, isn't it? So it's talking fast. Maybe we should just play when you're in the caravan and the wind's howling around you. And your awning is unzipping itself. So you go out twice to zip back up and try and knock the pegs back in And then step back in it. Yeah. But it's okay because the mail work was fine. Nothing ripped out, it's just that The down <laughs> right. Hold on. Oh, I hope that wasn't too loud. <clears throat> You're supposed to relax, you. All oh, right. So, winter Christmas decoration swap sign up. Um yes, yes, listeners. Uh, I did set up two places for you to sign up for this. I jumped onto ravelry and there's a place to sign up there. And I also have a Google form for you to sign up there. With your email address and you don't need to sign up in both places. Um, I might cross the streams depending on how many I get for uh, this but what I'm very conscious is that if you were specifically to sign up on google forms you might not be able to use Ravelry so for me then to give somebody your Ravelry name wouldn't really work so I'll I'll see how it goes. Um, hopefully, we'll get enough of both sides, and it will swap up okay. So far, there's only three people signed up. So um, they will. the the Both links will be in the show notes for last episode and this episode. Apologies for not doing it straight away, cause I meant to, and then I forgot about it, and then I went and, hold and enjoyed myself, and forgot about you. Yeah. yeah, that pause was dramatic. <laughs> Sorry. So listeners, if you want to sign up for a winter or Christmas decoration swap for this year, the decoration can either be handmade or bought nicely, a nice one, and also some gifts up until the cost of £20. I think that's what I put it at. It could be just one hank of Traligel four-ply yarn, maybe, or... Some stitch markers, some chocolate, um, some other decorations, just, just stuff that sort of would maybe add up to about twenty pound. Um, and if you sign up by, oh, when did I put it? I'm going to say about the fifth of November, and then you could post it out certainly by the first of December. I think that's when I put it. It's all in the links. The information then please do go to the links that are in the show notes and on the Ravelry page um i can use Ravelry but not for a mega long length of time and that was everything that i was gonna go about i'll i'll put in my relaxing bit hold on it's probably quite loud me 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 section um yeah i was on Ravelry and revisiting stuff <laughs> and it really upsets me still because i still really love just looking at patterns and Ravelry and having a chat mm, Ravelry how to kill yourself off anyway so i haven't done any sewing this past fortnight um <laughs> you'd think i would but When we got home, I was cleaning the caravan. Takes a lot of cleaning. Because somebody, not me, spilt his red wine on the carpet. I know, there was a sharp intake of breath there, wasn't there? Mmm, yeah. And then somebody rolled itself in a dead seagull. Thankfully, he didn't get into the caravan. He was kept outside the caravan. And then he got uh, unceremoniously (laughs) washed outside. (laughs) And then he was put in his... Very nice dog jacket, and then he was slept. He slept in his cage inside because he was wet all, all night instead of all nice and cosy on the children's bed. Even though he's got his beanbag in there, he loves a caravan, but he also likes rolling in dead stuff too. Silly dog, because <laughs> he was outside and we had the awning up at this point, I and mean, then it wasn't too windy then. Also, it was raining, and Richard's. Um, Mango shower gel set outside because we have a, a like a, like a, a little sized buffalo tub where we put our shoes in and we're wet stuff or sort or wet tea towels whatever because the wet tea towel that had been used to tidy up the the red wine was sitting there so picks up the shower gel and onto washing underneath his face <laughs> yeah stupid dog you went and rolled in a dead go what did you do that for we're in a caravan and it was dark at the point. So takes them up to the caravan, you no, know, the take the the shop and utility block place. It's really well done, and they've got the hose pipe for water and hose them off. <laughs> Watched by a golden retriever. <laughs> the golden retriever was looking at him, going. Oh! oh what did you do and book was standing there going don't talk to me and the golden retriever said oh what did you do where is it what did you roll in oh I'm glad that's not me <laughs> and book like don't talk to me don't talk to me <laughs> and the owner's going oh what happened there and I says dead seagull and he went oh have you ever had the dead seal and I like yeah I've had that one too thankfully not in a caravan but solidarity, solidarity <laughs> as I marched him back down you're such a bad dog. He knew he was a bad dog, and he in the next morning he sort of like creeped round the side of the the door because we've got a partition door in our caravan. And his little face was he's speaking to me. <laughs> 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 yes. Okay. I'll be a good boy. I'll be a good boy, and he was. But he has another story. So <laughs> yeah. Um. So I didn't do any sewing but i did do quite a bit of knitting and i really 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 enjoyed it um i didn't want to take my flax jumper with me because it's it's kind of like a decent size now and i was thinking i want to do other stuff and it's a small space in the caravan so what did i do for packed my own pants and socks i packed my knitting and this is probably when i was looking out my looking through my stash i think and reading the magazines I looked out two spawns and one a commercial sock yarn and cast all three yarns on once each, twice each and three times each. I ripped the whole lot out. In the three days it was away. <laughs> so the first spawn was a bulky weight and this was bought at Glasgow School of Yarn many moons ago and this was from a hilltop cloud and I spun it up last year and it's got sparkles in it and it's a blue and it's got slight white bits in it and it's soft can't remember what kind it is and where's my um, spinning book Mm. nope it's not handy I have a notebook that has what i have spun in um and it tells me how much i've got what it was where i bought it from blah 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 i very much recommend you do that i don't know where i put. well i can't see it it's probably there just hidden behind something anyway i know i bought this at Glasgow school of yarn so i've been there <laughs> i'm not going to see it i really hope that you have fun or had fun and you were listening to me on your way back and then oh no i didn't buy any of helen's yarns <laughs> or hey, i got some of that we are twins so i cast this on, thinking i'm going to just knit this into a cowl and i'm just going to do 10 stitches and no oh, i did 20 stitches 21 stitches because the pattern that i had it's like a stitch pattern that i looked up it's quite trellisy and it says cast on 10 plus one and i tried this with this hand spun. i thought mm, it's too bulky it's not working so i took it out and then i tried to just doing yarn over knit two together yarn over didn't work just didn't drape at all took that out so then i picked up another hand spun then i thought i'll try it with this and i still couldn't work out this pattern so i kept coming i had started with 21 I kept going down to 16, so I haven't got a clue. If I was doing it wrong, if the pattern's wrong, I went in a half a little bit. I drank more wine, it has <laughs> to be said. I played Scabby Queen, and then I no fell asleep by half past eight. So, and um, I then I paid the, the yarn I bought from Helen. And then I tried casting on the sock. Well, I was using the Addy Wonders, you know, I've got three very short needles and they're my preferred uh, three short circulars. They're my preferred sock knitting uh, tools. And nope, I think I had the wrong size. These were 3.25 millimeters, or it was the box for 3.25 millimeters and they were actually the four millimeter needles that I do have listeners. I think that's what it is because I knew straight away that when I cast on I said like, there's no way is that right. Nah so I took that out <laughs> So I went away with three balls of yarn. Nothing was knitted in it and I came home with more yarn. <laughs> However when I did get home I um. Finished down to the bottom of my flax jumper, and this is using Aran weight Iona yarn in a teal colour. And I got down to the rib, cast, uh, did the rib, cast off the rib, and thought, well, I'm going to do the sample for Helen's the Ripples Craft yarn. So I put my flax jumper to the side, and then. Um, Oh, that's a good job I didn't carry on with this here cowl in my hand spun because I need these size 5mm needles anyway for the jumper. And then I'm like, oh, oh," and that noise. I don't really want to knit 5mm. Oh, these uh, sleeves for arms. Yes, last night everybody was saying, ah, socks for feet. (laughs) Yeah, well, sleeves for arms. Yeah. You're right, I would have laughed at it. but I did laugh at me too when I was laughing back. <laughs> <laughs> Silly me. Um, I'm not very keen on using double knitted, what are they called? DPNs. Double pointed needles for, or long ones for sleeves. You do need kind of ones because it's oh, just coming ours. So then, when I was looking for better needles for uh, the hand spun when I was going away, I'm like, I had a wee revisit through all my needles. And I had taken a whole pile of needles out of my stash, like different project bags. So I was what's that? What's that doing up here? So I keep my needles downstairs in a specific pink bag. And I keep all the yarn upstairs in a specific big box with lavender on it. So I What are they doing in there? Hmm. So that, I think this is where the Addy Wonders got mixed up, they've been put back in the wrong place. But then I was revisiting all my needles and I found a tiny little cable and they will do for tiny little, you can actually use them for socks. You know, it's just the one cable and I don't like them for socks because it's just that bit too small. I can't get on with them. However, um... I'm going to use the, Nip, because they're Nip Pro Circular Interchangeables, I'm going to put on the 5 millimetre needle of the Nip Pros onto these, and it's like bash bosh, bosh, yeah dancer. So that's what I'm going to do when I get back to that, because I had done the sample for the Rebel's Craft, um, and then I went and I thought, oh, I, really want to, I really want to cast on this hand sponge. So, that was when I was on Ravelry after setting up the uh, winter decoration. You know you want to. <laughs> you really do. So, um, I fiddled on and I found a pattern called Simple Rules Cowl by stashlounge.com. You can get this off the website as opposed to having to go into Ravelry. I'll link it on my show notes at some point. Um. You might not get your show notes tonight, but you will get them soon, I promise. And if you don't, get the link for the winter decoration. It's in last episode's show notes, okay? You can get that from your phone. But, um, right, where was I? So this Simple Rules Cowl is cast on so many, and it's specifically for a fat and thin yarn. (laughs) Although my hand's (laughs) spun for this one. And it said that when you knit, and this is in the round, when you knit, it's thin, and when it's fat or a lump, you pour And that's it. And then you just knit round and round and round until you come to the end of your yarn. <laughs> so whilst it looks like a puked-up Muppet, possibly Cookie Monster because he's blue, um, I quite like it. So I'm, I've just been doing that, but what I've done... Was I started on a five millimeter needle? I went up to six millimeter, and then thought, "That's not quite. It's not quite good enough." So then I found my Denise interchangeable needle kit and pulled out the I wanted size seven, but because it's American, doesn't have them. What's that all about listeners? So I went up to an eight, I think, or wait, no, I was on six or six and a half, one or the other. And I was knitting away, quite a thing. I was watching this old film. This is great. I'm really loving this. I was so loving it. You know when you're loving your knitting? Although that was me. I was like, oh, I just I've missed this. I've missed you. So I was knitting, and it was just lovely. And then all of a sudden, the interchangeable join snapped. And he went, what's wrong? Paused the film, even. And I went, So I worked out that I could... I just changed the interchangeables and I've got a size 8 in my right hand and a size 6 in the other. and I could do it the other way around but I'm not and it's given a really lovely drapey fabric and it's actually going to be wider at the bottom now than the top so I'll know which is which and it might look stupid but I can always take it out again and this is what I was saying to Daisy because she said she wanted to learn to crochet so we were sitting teaching us I was sitting teaching her yesterday, and she is really good at chain, but she still not quite sussed out the the next part of it, as in the single crochet. And I know what a problem is: she's not holding the yarn correctly in her left hand because well, she's right-handed, and you know, holding you hold the tension, you put your finger up so that you can you put space, and you're holding your stitches open so you can hook it through. She's trying to push them over. And I can see why she's doing it. She's learning. She knows kind of how to do it, but she's getting the first one over and then the second one's too tight and she's not getting it. And she was like, I'm sorry, I said, don't apologise, my darling. Never apologise when you're learning a new craft like that because it's new. So I said, do you want to walk away from it? So she's walked away from it and she hasn't yet come back to it. But it's sitting there and it's a, a cotton, pearl cotton, Prima would be so proud of me, because <laughs> everything they've got is pearl corn. if it's a crochet top. So, I'm just, I'm quite pleased that she, was, she asked to, and I said, keep watching your TikToks, and it might kind of, something might click that I'm not telling you. So, uh, I was quite excited, but she decided, <laughs> she doesn't like hats, so well, why did I buy you that yarn for? I want to make a duck don't want to buy a fancy, expensive yarn. It's not expensive, but I wouldn't have bought her if I'd known she was going to make a duck. I would have gotten something else. And I don't suit this colour. Otherwise, I'd keep it for me. <clears throat> it's too good for ducks. Anyway. <laughs> I'll about some gloves, so we've kind of agreed on some gloves. And I think that might be quite good, because you could, she could she could just crochet a rectangle long enough for her hand and then I can sew it up the side with a hole and it could be fingers and they voila. However we're not quite at this stage but we're getting there. Um, I'm very conscious we're at an hour listeners and there's one thing that Ali and Thoughtful Netter said that I thought oh, I wish I could do that. She keeps hers to under half an hour for those of us and you who've got shorter attention spans Or the ability to um, cope with longer things. So I hope that you feel that you can just pause me and then come back to me. I do that and I'm walking the dog. I'm not an hour's worth of walking the dog. I'm 25 minutes so sometimes I'll listen to me in two goals. (laughs) So feel free to do that. But if you're still here or you're just about to get off the train or whatever. Have a lovely week. Um, I hope that you've got the same... Knitting mojo that I have, and I just just love it. Shame why it's awesome. speaking that voice like your Batman. Oh, I love this. Oh. <laughs> and then you've got no Jimmy Wasps or very blue balls. Um, Back to work on Monday. Well, Tuesday, actually, I don't work Mondays. Uh, I don't like Mondays. But, uh, other than that, dunno. That's it. So I'll put on some relaxing music to speak you out, and it won't be long. Now we're at an hour, right? Be good. Uh, Oh, keep on crafting. Haste you back, and hold your in close because I will keep all this alive.